0: Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray.
1: Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with our executive producer and co host, Mark Griffith. We want to thank you all for coming in today. We hope we can add some value to your day. And first and foremost, we want to tell you how to plug in with us. You can go to thehousinghour.com, and that is the mothership of all of our information. You can go there and find our past shows, all of the series that we have done. You can link up with us in uh, the different social media platforms. Uh, We're on Twitter. Twitter.com uh, slash The Housing Hour. And also, we are on Facebook, Facebook.com slash The Housing Hour. And Mark's Pinterest account as well that he pins to. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's become a habit for me to say that. Um, well, Uh, We also uh, have had a couple of shows in the past couple of weeks that I would love for people to reference back to, specifically um, RaidsOnline.com, just with all that's going on right now in Baltimore um, and a lot of the different things that are happening. Um, that was a great show and I definitely want to just reference people back to that just because of the current events that are happening out there and one of the things that the takeaway
0: from that you can use it as to identify traffic uh, incidents and troubled intersections and you can educate your kids I found oh. uh, since he told us that and that was part of the show mm-hmm. uh, I've been looking at it and I noticed right near my house one of the worst
1: intersections wow that's yeah. interesting that's good information but with the things that were, were Kind of coming about in uh, Baltimore. I just wanted to reference that. Right. And you can find that right there on our website. And today we have on the show an old guest <laughs> that we really are excited to have back in Jack Feldman with Clayton Inspection Service. He is a home inspector. Jack, thanks for coming in today.
2: I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Kevin.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we had a great time, I guess, uh, last time that he was on. Two years uh, ago. Two years ago. Uh, He's denied all of our requests for other appearances. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it was really fun because we were able to look at some things that he sees because a home inspection um, for those of you, let's just kind of set that up for everyone. It's something that you do before you buy a home. Um, if, if, you don't buy, if you don't have a home inspection completed, um, you're making a mistake, in my humble opinion. A big mistake. A big mistake. And even if it's new construction, you always hear those um, people that say, oh, no, this is a new construction home. That's an even more of a reason, in my opinion. Because of the last show we did. There is a picture of a new
0: construction Mm -hmm. disaster waiting to happen.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, the new construction, um, you know, legend where you don't need a home inspection, is just that. It's not true. You need to have one done. And most contractors will advise you. They like, I mean, to be honest, they want to have a quality product when they turn the keys over so jack is going to we're going to go through some some more of this and we're going to put them on our website we're going to count them down
0: and right now uh, on our website, I created a special series called Crazy Home Inspections. It's okay. under the Home Ownership Matters series. So oh, perfect. So if you go on the menu, special series, and just cursor over it, mm-hmm. it'll drop down menu, and you can find it right there.
1: Oh, awesome. But Before we get into um, our top nine um, worst home inspections of 2014 <laughs> and 15, um, Jack, why don't you do me a favor? Tell me, because I know you've been doing this for a long time and you're passionate about it. You can tell when you talk about it. You do it for a reason. Um, you're known out there in the real estate in- industry as the deal killer <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. But why do you do what you do? Why do you have so much passion about inspecting homes? Uh,
2: helping people. Mm. The, most people, when they're first buying a home, are defenseless. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know anything about a home. And I'm the last form of defense, I guess, uh, where I can help protect them, make sure that things are right for them.
1: Yeah, because if you have something that is a big issue that the realtors didn't see, the homeowners didn't know about, I mean, we're talking about potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars to fix potentially in certain situations.
2: Absolutely.
1: So you we really want
0: to make sure. And the handyman of the world have taken their toll over homes over the years. So right. it's good to have somebody put their eyeballs on your handiwork. Oh, because handiwork's probably not the right <laughs> word to <laughs> yeah. use. Well, we got photo evidence of it not working. Exactly.
1: And some of the things that you find, too, I mean, talk about protection um, and keeping them from... Purchasing something that is going to cost them a lot of money. Everybody has seen the movie, uh, The Money Pit. Do yeah. you remember that movie? Oh yeah. Was it Tom Hanks? I yes, think that it was. In it? And you know that was an extreme case, of course. And they certainly didn't have Jack out there doing the home inspection. They never would have. That, that movie would have never been made. <laughs> but also, um, the fire uh, potential for fire, certain things that you find. Exactly. There's life safety things. Electrical
2: hazards can burn a house down. Uh, Plumbing issues can rot the house down. But uh, the safety issue of electrical and fires uh, and, well, and the gas fireplace where I think I had the flue that didn't go through the roof. Oh, gosh. That was the new Uh, construction one. That was the new construction one.
1: That's on our last show that we did with you. Yep. Yep, because you have a... um, I guess it was a fireplace and it yeah. was a gas fireplace and the vent is supposed to go through up to wherever the, the attic space out to the world. Instead, it was disconnected from that.
2: It Well, it, it never went through the roof and it was, I say gas fireplace, but it was a prefab fireplace. So they could have built Pick a wood launched. fire in yeah. there.
0: Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> the embers would
1: have had no place to go but the attic. <laughs> the house was coming down. The, the house, house would down. have come down. Yeah, and and that's an exact reason why you should have a home inspection done. Now, um, Mark, I know that you know one of the things that you have in your history is you're a good handyman, Ooh, right? Yeah. If Jack came over to your house right now, would he would he find some things? Do you think?
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> now knowing what I know now, I know he would. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and do you actually recommend that people have home inspections done even if they're not just buying a home? I mean, I'm just curious. Sure. Uh, people living
2: in a house for a certain period of time, and maybe they're not all that handy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you get your car tuned up periodically. Right. You should probably have your house looked at periodically, mm-hmm. uh, especially if it's a crawl space. Uh, most people don't crawl under their house for fun. Right. I know I don't. Right. Uh but you need to go under there and check someone needs to it uh, periodically mm-hmm. see what's going on is there a pipe that started leaking or right. termites growing
1: Mm-hmm. Termites uh, grow
2: <laughs> well. I mean, growing tubes
1: and, and <laughs> hey, I know. And on
0: the last show, one of the yeah. pictures were the ter- termite tubes hanging from the ceiling of the crawl space down, what a foot, two feet, yes, hanging oh, yeah, oh, that was gross. You can all find this on housing That sounds like
1: the haunted housing hour with that <laughs> <laughs> one. It's, it's pretty creepy. Well, uh, well, also, another thing that I notice is that when I go into my crawl space, just me because whatever the reason i'm down there i you know picking up getting the sled or, or whatever it's very rare that yes. i'm down there you don't have a hammer when you go no but also you know you have to be careful for water building up maybe there's a maybe there's some reason it's not running off correctly and the water is and that that could be a danger as well could it not
2: Yes, absolutely. You have a downspout. Maybe they clogged up, or your gutters are clogged up, and the water's running next to your foundation, and it's going under your house instead of away from it. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have problems with your footings. You can start growing mold and fungus Mm. growth under there. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's water's not your friend.
1: No. No. Uh,
2: well, when you drink it, it is. But outside <laughs> of that, it's not a friend of the home.
1: That's exactly right. Well, let's look at some of these uh, pictures that we have, and and how do we? Where do we want to start, Mark? Just on the page one, I've got the first photo. Just go down the line. This, I don't even know how to describe this. It it, it appears as though this is from an underwater sea um, <laughs> because it's <laughs> the wreck of some type of yeah. ship. I don't know, but can you describe what this is? And folks on our page, we're, we're going to have these. These are right there right now. You can go and Post check them, them out. in the order we're talking about They're them. They're going to be posted in the order that we're talking about. But it appears where you plug something in, something has went wrong. Well, this is a
2: uh, electrical outlet in a metal box with metal conduit, and it's rusted just about completely through, exposing the wires. Yeah. So if you uh, touch the side of it, you would probably get shocked. And since it's in a basement and it was fairly damp because the the rust, uh, if you happen to be barefoot, you'd probably be the last thing you remember doing was going down there and touching <laughs> that outlet. <laughs> um, and that outlet was hot.
1: Wow, which, yeah, I mean, which, which means, means electricity yeah. was running to it. The
2: electricity was running to it and
1: and you're saying this was in a crawl space? It was in a basement. Oh, okay. Okay, because I, I just wonder what people would be plugging in down there.
2: <laughs> this was kind of an unfinished basement, like a workshop type thing. Oh, okay. But it was obviously moist and a very moist environment, and things were rusted, but... Um, It was still live electricity going through that thing.
1: And so in that situation, should they have had a a different type of box on there that was more weather-resistant or more protective? How would they have remedied that?
2: They could have used a a plastic weatherproof box and a weatherproof cover. And certainly that circuit should have been uh, protected by a GFCI outlet Mm -hmm. so that if someone did have uh, a ground fault that it would protect them and not
1: kill them. So did this house get a electrical cert on it? Do you think? Uh, No, I'm (laughs) gonna say no. (laughs) Does every home not need one of those? Uh, Well, uh, yes, they should. Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. That that's really crazy. I mean, that's something else. All right. So number two, the next one is it appears that, and I don't know if this was somebody's preference that they have actual um, tree or some sort of bush. It's a vine. It's a vine coming out of the chimney. Um, But how does this happen? I mean, seriously. Uh, People not walking over to that side of the house for a couple
2: years, maybe. (laughs) Uh, uh, That's ivy, and it had grown from the ground uh, up the side of the house and Uh up the chimney and onto the top of the chimney and into the chimney, and it's tearing apart the bricks and and uh covering the flue cover uh so if
0: you build a fire you you have potential carbon monoxide coming back into your home
2: i would think it wouldn't vent very well the ivy over the top
1: well potentially fire i mean it could catch the the ivy on fire which would probably solve the problem it it would kill the ivy you'd
2: (laughs) get rid of the ivy that way if you had the chimney fire uh but the ivy is just uh tearing apart this brick it gets into the mortar joints Mm -hmm. and uh, just tears it apart so this is a ivy deconstruction of a chimney
1: wow that is crazy and i mean in my mind you know having something like this you know and having a fire in your chimney surely was the was the actual chimney being used ever or was it kind of not being used
2: I'm going to think it wasn't used. I don't remember specifically, but I'm going to guess they weren't using this. But if it
0: got cold in one of those top winter 10 Belows, you might uh, fire up the old logs. But I was
2: doing this for a buyer, and the buyers might have moved in and built a fire in their brand new home.
1: Oh, my God. And that would have caused problems. Man, that is crazy that somebody would not have fixed that over the years. Okay, well, the next one. Uh, I can't really s- tell what this, is. Ooh, it, this it, is. This is a good one. It, it, it just describe what it is. It, it appears to it used to be some sort of tubing of some kind. Yeah.
2: You're, you're missing um, all that gray kind of looks like gravel mm-hmm. is pigeon poop.
0: It is, so you're, you in kidding, you're in the attic. You're in the attic. This is a picture I'm, of the attic.
2: I'm in an attic. This is a, a downtown loft in Knoxville. And I got up to the attic, and that torn-up tubing is where the pigeons have gone into the heating duct and made nests and torn it completely apart.
1: Wow. Because <laughs> it does look like gravel on our website. Check it, it out. It is the totally full. The oh. rafters where
0: there would be insulation is totally full of pigeon guano. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that
1: the, after you took the picture, you left pretty quickly <laughs> thereafter.
2: Well, when I, I – well, I did, and I wanted to – Clean myself uh, before I got <laughs> home. But
1: we'll hold that thought because we're going to continue talking about this picture and all of our others from the top nine when we come back right here on The Housing Hour.
0: The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again,
1: Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Kevin Ray again here with uh, Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. And we have Jack Feldman as well uh, with Clayton Inspection Service. Uh, Claytoninspections.com. And you can find um, that link on our website. Uh, phone number is 693-7109. That's his office phone number. And we're also going to have the rest of his contact information. Jack's been, he's inspected over a million square feet per year. Is that was that accurate that's pretty accurate that's amazing yeah and not all of it has pigeon poop no not all of it does <laughs> uh. and you will reach 10,000 inspections this year I will that's awesome that that, that's an awesome career that you have had and you've okay. got a lot left in you I do no doubt about it yeah at least 25 more yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well when we were getting ready to go to the break we were looking at this a downtown loft that Jack had uh, he had done an inspection on and he was describing that he was going up to the loft. Um, tell us about the safety hazards that this um, has with it, and not only for you but the potential homeowner um, and the pigeons. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: well, I'm actually not too concerned about the safety of the pigeons. I'm just um, <laughs> But I started to go uh, in the attic. I popped the hatch, and I heard the pigeons. <laughs> And I immediately I mean there was a lot of pigeons up there, they were alive, there were some dead, but there was a lot of pigeons alive in the attic. Mm-hmm. So I went back down and I got my respirator and gloves and suited up and then went up in the attic where I took the photo. But uh the the pigeon poop, if you will, is a couple inches thick over the entire attic. Uh they had gone into the heating duck and destroyed it, made nests. There were dead pigeons, live pigeons. Baby pigeons, and there, where there was once maybe like a circle of life up there. Yeah, it was. It was a complete circle (laughs) of life. Um, But where there once was a vent, maybe to the attic, was just Hmm. an open space, oh, two foot by three foot, that the pigeons were using as an interstate. Then this was their
1: condo. Wow! Wow! And, And I mean. This is something, you see this often, maybe not this extreme, but you do see animals living in attics and crawl spaces all the time, I'm sure.
2: Yes, Uh, one of the things we'll see frequently are huge bird nests in Attic, Hmm. where there'll be a bird nest that might be three feet high and four foot uh, square and three feet high
1: it's like a multi-family it's it's like (laughs) well many
2: many years it's like a couple bales of straw (laughs) and (laughs) it's just up in the attic
1: oh and you have to be careful with that trying to remove that
0: and and we and that was what i was going to say we had the guest on doug ladd um when was it um
1: Year, two years ago, uh, year no, now? about
0: a year ago. Huh. Volunteer Wildlife Control. Now it's in the same series with Jack Feldman's Crazy mm-hmm. Home Inspection, so I put it there. So if you want to listen, he can remediate that stuff. He can remove it. You he's don't do professional. any remediation. You don't do any no repair work at yeah, And so. he can actually remove the animals too. So he's been on jobs where he had to had whole flocks.
1: And he can't. The, th- the other thing that we found out was about bats is that there's laws against removing bats. Yeah, or how you they're remove. endangered species. Some of them, right. Yeah, they're going to be endangered if they're in my house, I can promise you. <laughs> but <laughs> there are certain things and ways that... Yeah, that you'll you send
0: Pam up there
1: with a broom. Yeah, I know you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but was there people living in this, this loft, by the way? Yes, there were people actually living in it, and they had no idea, or they were just turning a blind eye. They had I mean, to hear lost. something. Well, they do have high ceilings and
0: lobs, <laughs> yeah, But you had to hear the flopping of the birds. Well, I mean, I've seen Alfred Hitchcock movie.
2: I, I cannot imagine them living there and not hearing the birds above them. Mm-hmm. I, 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 they weren't there when I did the inspection, so I didn't talk to them. But, but the birds were. The birds were, yes. I mean,
0: pigeons scratch. <laughs> they walk yeah.
2: around, well, they scratch their feet. Well, they go
1: coo, 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 and they uh, they make a lot of noise. Well, what do you think? I mean, was there any other way you could inspect anything else, or did you say? Because, I mean, normally, would you just do you just pop your head up in, in attic spaces, or is there a kind of a process that you go through? Normally, I
2: enter the attic and walk crawl through it and I'm looking at the duck and I'm look ducks and I'm looking at there's the ducks. Stru- no <laughs> <laughs> the, the heating and air ducts. In in this one in the photo you can see there's not much one left. Oh yeah. But I'm looking at the structure and the insulation and wiring and things like that. In this case, because I was concerned for my uh safety and health, uh I stayed in the access and and looked at it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The good thing is that the loft wasn't very large footprint, so I could see pretty much everything from the hatch. Okay, wow.
1: Wow. That is just something else. I'm sorry I stood on that one for so long, but that's just incredible. Although the next one is pretty darn incredible. The next one is is concrete blocks stacked up as well as a steel post being used. Nothing secured to anything, and the concrete blocks are totally wrong for this kind of application. So you can see, I mean, somebody just really rigged this thing up. It, this is, this, this is crazy. The, this is, this
2: is, uh, it, it is crazy. Um, they've used, uh, there, there's a variety of materials here. So they, they didn't limit themselves to one. <laughs> uh, they used some concrete blocks. They use some uh, common brick. Uh, if you, if you can, you can barely see there's a log in the back. Uh, holding it up and then there's some wood blocks there's a piece of steel beam Uh, there's a wood beam it it's just kind of that they didn't go to the store to buy any materials they just picked up whatever (laughs) was around uh the crawl space or in the yard maybe well they
1: would have had to have first used a jack of some kind and not a jack feldman but to 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 get these wedges in place right yes and this is literally to hold up this side of the house. It is, because if you go in any crawl space, mine or any other, normally you have these very strong concrete footers, right? That's of right. Of some kind. Yes. And these are makeshift footers. Is that what I'm looking at?
2: No, you're you're being too kind to call those <laughs> footers.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not. They're they're just resting
2: safe. on the ground. they' there's. There's nothing right about this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, just vibration from upstairs could cause those things to
1: pop out.
2: Oh, sure. It's th- there's this was probably fine for about ten minutes after they did it, and then it started right. degrading from there.
1: And somebody was actually going to buy this house.
2: They were thinking about it.
1: And, and and this is something that obviously the remedy to this that somebody would need to go in and put real footers, which is not cheap. This would this would
2: have required extensive repairs with footers piers new floor joists
1: new beams yeah so this is exactly when we before we first started this is exactly what i was talking about because you know had these folks just you know you know like me people used to do just a handshake and yeah that everything's fine with the house and they didn't go down because this doesn't look like you just open the you know, crawl space door, and you're looking right at it. This was probably back a little bit. You couldn't see it from just opening the crawl space door. R- right. I- so this is uh, could be $30,000, $40,000 repair, maybe. It could be. So that's why. Well, the
0: other problem that you, when you look at these things and you see the amount of dirt, as, it, as the dirt kind of wells up and gets close to the bottom of those floor joists, that becomes a problem because there's some requirements you have to have a certain amount of inches from the floor joist bottom to the wow. dirt floor. That's right. So, I mean, that could be another layer of issues.
2: It, it, it makes the termites not have to use such a high ladder to reach the wood. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah, that is something else. And along those lines, there's another picture on this side, the same oh, type wow. of thing. Well, this, yeah, okay,
1: so the next one... I call this one Jack and, in the, and the Blocks. Because there's a Jack there. There's a Jack. There's a Jack there. And then we have, and we're going to talk about more about this on the other side of the break, but basically, you guys see the picture, thehousinghour.com. You see the Jack, you see the Blocks, and then you see Jack taking a picture of the Jack and the Blocks. <laughs> because this is just exactly what's wrong with doing things yourself. And and this may not have even been done. This could have been somebody fixing it for someone who allegedly was a contractor. I mean, I would hope not. But I mean, that's just something awful. And is that gravel?
2: that is gravel okay (laughs) I
1: just wanted to confirm that's gravel all right well we're here with Jack Feldman Um, he is so kind to take the time out of his day to come share some of these very funny but seriously concerning stories about his work as a home inspector and he's sharing some of that with us today come back and join us right after these messages
0: Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray.
1: Welcome back into the Housing Hour. I am Kevin Ray, your host, here with Mark Rippett, the executive producer and co host. We're also here with Jack Feldman with Clayton Inspection Service. Uh, you can go to his website, ClaytonInspections.com. You can also find that on TheHousingHour.com. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page. Uh, you can just search for The Housing Hour. Or if you're, if you're really good with a computer, you can just type in Facebook.com slash TheHousingHour. That'll also get you there. And we're on Twitter, at TheHousingHour. And we also want to thank our sponsor, Mortgage Investors Group, uh, serving Tennessee and the surrounding states for 25 years. And just want to thank them and go to MIGonline.com and learn more about MIG. So we're continuing on, and Mark is, is leaning into his microphone like he needs to say something. No, that's the next picture. Oh, I was okay. showing
0: you the next picture.
1: Yes, we're going to get to that next picture, but I did want to ask one other thing. When you go down into crawl spaces, how often, and this is more of a just a curiosity thing, how often are you faced with, the danger of a snake or, you know, I guess a a possum, maybe not dangerous, but raccoons and things like that. Are you always cautious when you pop that door open to look at your surroundings?
2: Yes, I'm always cautious, but the reality is that I find very few snakes in crawl spaces Mm -hmm. because they're usually hidden. Right. (laughs) Um, I, I have found, let's see, in crawl spaces... Uh, dogs and cats possum squirrels a rabbit um
1: <laughs> a rabbit or just you're oh, saying
2: i was attacked by a rabbit uh, <laughs> um
1: Oh! I uh, know oh, that's not funny. It's just no, the way you it did, said uh, it. It, it. Bunnies uh, did that. Uh,
2: scream like a little girl. Well, what what You happened, did, or the rabbit? I did. Oh! <laughs> I, uh, it was a very tight crawl space, and I had to lead with my arm, kind of over my head, and go in that way with my arm forward, and then my head. Right. So one arm ahead of me extended, and as I reached my arm in to get through this small hole, uh, there apparently there was a rabbit, and it uh, didn't like me intruding on its space, and it kind of lashed out and scratched my arm. Oh. And uh, I hadn't got through all the way to see what it was, and, it, uh, and that's where the screaming like a little girl came in. <laughs> and then, and then I saw it. And I carry a small broom to sweep spider webs out of the way, mm-hmm. and I uh, attempted to teach the rabbit to fly. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, you know I. Uh, I find snakes in attics periodically. Are you kidding me? Uh, You're joking. I am not. Uh, I rescued a snake last July in an attic in Farragut. Uh, It was just laying there, and it was very hot, so it was suffering and i picked it up to take it out
1: you're nicer to snakes than you are right yeah <laughs> well i mean well it, it attacked you it I so.
2: it, it uh, so i carried it out and put it across the street in the woods and and it was probably very grateful but it got in the attic and couldn't get out but mm-hmm. well,
1: um, what type of snake or I very mean. angry because his kids were probably was, <laughs> on the other side of the attic it was a black snake oh, okay just a regular yeah black snake
2: three feet or so it was uh, i think
1: he has i, I just i mean how did i guess it's just they crawl up the side of the house I yes mean, they do yeah, they do They do. that is incredible i've seen them in the attics before really i have i'm never going into my attic again <laughs> i am terrified <laughs> of snakes well oh. that's where you again you
0: call volunteer wi- wildlife control doug ladd he can uh,
1: remove all that well and you know scott higgins was telling me um in a recent inspection that, um, he was in an attic and he saw a very complex. Oh, wow. There's the picture. Oh yeah. Can you send that to uh, Mark yeah, so we can put so that up on I'll our website? On we'll put that up on our website before the end of the show. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, Scott was explaining to me that when he was doing an inspection, Scott Higgins, he's our energy expert, our, our guy who, uh, prudent energy systems. Um, but he said that there was a very kind of complicated, um basically interstate highway for mice And so do you see that a lot because they're going through the you know the, the attic and they have to go through certain parts. Do you see that frequently? Yeah, tunnels And do you make yeah. note of that on the home inspection is that a danger to the homeowner?
2: No yeah see I don't know if the little tunnel is something that happened last week or 25 yeah. years ago right so if I don't see, droppings that rodents have make leaving droppings mm-hmm. or see something active I don't have any idea of when that so you place. don't make
1: you don't make note of that no okay because it's fairly normal especially in East Tennessee that mice do get in homes
2: oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> every home right.
1: probably right and I just wonder the danger of it because of the bacteria and things like that and you know it's probably not as big a deal but some people are more concerned about it than others And you, pest pest control people will uh, treat that for you so mm-hmm. i i had you
0: know mice infestation once and i right. called orkin is that the right one yeah and they came out
1: and they set traps up and they came and got yeah. them i mean it was oh, okay. pretty simple all right well moving on we are on our next slide here and yeah. you had pointed to something that's the topic right there okay here's the topic the topic of the top says why take the time to actually mix the <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry why well, take the time to actually mix the concrete we can you just use it right off of the shelf <laughs> oh guys I tell you what this is something else they have went and purchased two concrete bags and they're Quicks- great. The, yeah and and describe Jack what, what this is you guys see the picture
2: well it's it's an attempt to uh, build a footing and they thought, well, a sack of concrete will be a big enough footing. Mm-hmm. But why go to that trouble and the hard work of mixing concrete and then carrying it into a crawl space and putting it in a form when you just carry the sack in there and set the board, the post on top of the sack?
0: You don't have to build a mold.
2: You don't have to do anything like that. <laughs> now, granted, that sack will finally get the moisture and it'll, it'll harden up like concrete, but part of... Concrete is mixing all the components together the the sand and the gravel and the Mm -hmm. gypsum and and Having a nice mixture where that's just a sack and it's going to be hard, but
1: Well, so um, is this brilliant or stupid? Oh, it's pretty stupid. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right So so what what type of guidance because you on your inspections You did my very first home inspection in Galahar station. You may not remember that you were there for a long time and there wasn't much but I was grateful cuz Sharon Power referred you to me and that's the thing guys he he has a lot of realtors that refer business because they want their homeowners to buy a house that's going to be safe but anyway when you look at something like this and and you see that it would probably not be the worst scenario but what do you what do you suggest when these things happen redo it just redo it just yeah. re- take it out redo it right. cuz that's unbelievable
2: well there's there's three posts two are on cement bags and i guess they didn't want to buy a third so they just put <laughs> the the third post on a piece of wood sitting on top of the plastic vapor barrier um, mm-hmm. so they actually have a vapor barrier they well in only Partial. part part yeah so oh. um, the the solution here is to take it all out and redo it the right way
1: mhm well, maybe they should have taken some guidance from a couple of pictures ago with the wedges and the bricks.
2: <laughs> and, and this might be a step up or down from that. <laughs> yeah,
1: this this looks to be easier than the, than what they did with the bricks and the and the wedges. Unbelievable! That is hysterical. Um, I say hysterical, but it's really not because this this if you had someone a large individual above this that made a jump or jumped up and you know it they could go crashing down into the into the crawl space correct probably yeah so i mean it's serious business all right uh mark why don't you describe the next one yeah
0: this next one is a a vent hood on a range and uh if you see the picture all the fans on the fan uh, blade are missing so Mm -hmm. all it does is spin around and make a a hum Oh so it's not going to vent anything, is it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And it's look—it's gross-looking, by the way. So, uh, and it, at first look, it looks like a space Hubble photograph from you know the deep, deep uh, cosmos. But this is really a, something uh, that
1: well, you need to get. Well, I be thought it with. was. See, what I thought when I first saw it was that you were in the attic, looking into the bathroom, somehow. Right. Which I guess theoretically you could in a way but this is just you taking a picture of a bladeless fan
2: <laughs> right I'm, I'm taking <laughs> this picture through the louvers in the front of the vent okay, okay. and um, it's kind of difficult and it's not really uh, an easy clear shot okay um, but when I test a vent I not only s- turn it on to see if it's running And making noise, but I want to see if there's airflow. And in this one, it was making noise, but it didn't sound exactly right, Mm -hmm. and there was no airflow movement. So I shine, put my flashlight, and uh, looked inside there. And then I laughed, and (laughs) then I took a picture of it.
1: You said this one's going on the housing hour. (laughs) That's exactly. That's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we have two more to go, and we have one segment. To complete our show yeah, and so we'll have to do those quickly but that's awesome this is fantastic we have Jack Feldman here he's sharing some just very humorous stories um, and we want to get you in contact with Jack if you're buying a home considering buying a home or you need to do an update on your um, inspection of your home to make sure that you are uh, maintenance free so come back right after these messages and we'll finish up with Jack thanks for coming into the housing hour
0: Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray.
1: Welcome back into the Housing Hour. We are destined to win. Definitely right here on the Housing Hour. And we are so excited to have Jack Feldman with us, an old friend of ours. Uh, he's been a part of our show uh, really since the beginning, and we're very thankful for his expertise and all that he does. And uh, He has a lot of things going on. He's very busy right now, as everyone is, um, and he's going to be reaching 10,000 inspections this year, he thinks, sometime in August. Are you giving some sort of free uh, inspection to that 10,000th person?
2: It, I may even make that a free inspection.
1: That would be really cool. That would be really neat. Because that's a big deal. That's a big milestone. Um, And and inspected over a a million square feet per year. He inspects over a million square feet per year. So if my math is correct, that's probably right around 25 million um, square feet that you've inspected roughly. It's a rough estimate
2: easily yeah yeah
1: so and you were in California we only have five minutes in the segment I get I get ahead of myself so we will talk about that later but this next one is very 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 sad because there are mushrooms growing out of the carpet is that what that is that is can you just describe what that is why it's there how it got there well um, I don't know why
2: it's there but uh, <laughs> or, or why it would remain there but obviously there's a wet condition mm-hmm. uh i, I think there's probably a leaking pipe or something in the adjacent wall and so this mm-hmm. the subfloor was wet the carpet was wet and this fungus growth i i, I don't really want to give it justice by calling them mushrooms mm-hmm. but it's a fungus growth growing in the carpet in the subfloor and when i probed it it was just soft my screwdriver went through the floor and it was
1: just nasty and and the people buying this home were was this room unavailable during the showings (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) because that's crazy all right our next one because i want to get to this one as well um obviously there's a leak in the main waste pipe to the house instead of doing extensive repair They just need a couple of feet of aluminum tape to try to keep the wet stuff inside the pipe. That's a sewer pipe too. It is a sewer pipe, yes. And so instead of repairing it the right way, basically they have literally duct taped it and tried to use aluminum tape, which is I guess a higher end type of tape. They used high end (laughs) tape.
2: And. you know there's there's no other way around it they they had a leaking pipe and they didn't want to fix it so or didn't want to pay to have it fixed because that would be an expensive repair it's cast iron and it's in the ground and they just wrapped it with tape oh
1: my heavens Mm -hmm. and that that just it it smells of other things being wrong in the house no pun intended yes (laughs) because if you have this issue Could you imagine other things? And you probably found other things throughout the house. Absolutely. And a home inspection, guys, it's, it's a booklet. You spend a lot of time because you look at every single thing in the home. And these type of things have to be addressed. And, I mean, it's unbelievable to me that people would repair this. It's also unbelievable to me that somebody would put a contract in on a house that has that, uh, mushrooms growing from the floor. Well, if you look at unless it, they're it,
0: vegetarians. Well, it could have been, it, they kind of looked like just brown socks that were just thrown in the corner. So maybe maybe they just thought they but were closed.
2: There was an odor associated <laughs> in that area. So it was very uh, organic yeah. odor. Oh, well, if
1: you like organic stuff, yeah. then, well, man, you know, cause well, organic I have to call stuff. Ann Brock and get her opinion. Exactly. And maybe it blended in with the carpet. I don't know. But I want everybody to go back through these pictures. And, you know, these are some of the extreme cases, but many times they're not extreme. They're just stuff that needs to be repaired, things that need to be addressed. Um, And you as a homeowner, and every realtor would agree with this, you deserve to have a home that is going to be safe and free of anything that needs to be repaired. Now, within reason, you might negotiate and say as is, but that's something that you need to know going in. So Jack Feldman is available to do your home inspection. If I were doing a home inspection on my home today, Jack would be the guy. He doesn't sponsor the show. We're not you know, endorsing him in that way. We just found that he's one of the best out there. And he's heavily involved in associations. He's, he's a leader in his industry. And we highly recommend him. And we'd love for you to go to his website, ClaytonInspections.com, and learn more about him. Jack, it's been a real pleasure. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Absolutely. And Mark, thanks for setting all this up. Absolutely. And guys, we want to thank you for coming into the Housing Hour, and we look forward to seeing you next week right here on the Housing Hour.
0: That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know. So come here to find out. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.